episode 023. That's right, 2013 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast. Your host, Narf, here with you from Philadelphia, and we are joined in the line by Moose. Used to be in Philadelphia, now all the way out in Iowa. We're talking about Midwestern life and Moose's return to school. How good or lucky his team is, 6-2 and two and in first place. Tom Brady, maybe some Red Sox, maybe some Sixers. Looking ahead to Week 9, we got Tron ranks, guys. Stick around. All right, Trons, week eight is over. We are halfway done, the official fantasy season, and six and two Moose is on the phone to discuss how awesome his team is. What's up, man? Uh, not too much. How's it going? How's Iowa? It's it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, Is it actually? Let's be honest here. Iowa City's a nice town. I, you know, I don't know about the rest of Iowa. I haven't been... You haven't been exploring? Uh, well, I don't have a car. And uh, it's not like the Northeast where you can... There aren't just like subways that run everywhere out there? No. There should be. There's plenty of room. Yeah, I don't think they have any problem finding places to build those. Yeah, but, you know, I guess they just don't want to. Uh, so, for people that might not know, you moved to Iowa a couple months ago to leave me in Philadelphia behind, right? Yep, that was the only reason. I, I, I figured. I didn't want to hang out with you anymore. So how's how's like school and stuff? Is your program good? Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, you know, so far so good. Uh, back back in school for another four or five years, hopefully. What's your <coughs> What's your program in? It's like education, right? Yeah, so it's in it's in higher education, <coughs> uh, and more specifically, I'm studying higher education policy and kind of organizational theory. So then you'll go back and like run Brandeis after this? No, ideally I'd be a professor either in sociology or at an ed school. Oh, I thought you wanted to like run a college. Now you're going to be a professor? Well, in order to run a college, you have to be a professor. Uh, so you're working your way up? Got to work my way up. Got it, got it. So if you were to compare like all of your Iowa friends to NARF, how do, how do these stack up? Um, well, no one... You know, I don't think anybody's taller. Uh, okay, good. So I'm, wa- I'm waiting. Guard. Uh, no one has as much style, but that's that. You know, you can't expect that in Iowa. No, I mean, clearly not in Iowa. Let's be real. Are you gonna? Are you coming back to like Philly or the East Coast to visit anytime ever? Uh, I'll be back in Boston around Christmas. Um, I should be back in Philadelphia in March or April. I have a conference. So oh, for our birthday. Uh, actually, no, I think it's in April. Oh, man. Just make it in March. I will try to tell them that it should be in March. Do you not have control of that type of thing? No. All right. That, that, Someday. That's fair. Um, so, like, are you playing Ultimate or anything out there? Or, do, or is there, like, leagues to do? I've been playing Pickup. Uh, I will play... There's only a Summer League. Okay. Uh, but... They're the pickup people I've been playing with. I'll probably start playing in tournaments with them. 
Uh, and they're, I mean, you know, they're not awesome, but they're a fun group of people to play with, so. Got it. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, is, is that really, like, cold during the winter there? Like, I have yeah. no idea what it's like. I mean, it's, it's a lot like Boston, uh, maybe yeah. a little colder. Uh, but, yeah, it gets pretty cold. Um, the summers are hot, but they're not as humid as Philadelphia, even though everybody complains about how humid it is. They complain in Iowa how humid it is? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nowhere near as bad as Philadelphia. Uh, but that's because Philadelphia is really humid. It, yeah, Philly in the summer is not good. So is uh, everyone out there just like nice, simple Midwestern folk? I, I don't know about simple. Uh, most of the people in, in Iowa City are either employed at or faculty of or students of the university. Uh, but yeah, everybody's really nice for the most part. It's pretty... Uh, it's it's kind of suspicious, and I don't like it when the store clerks start conversation with me. Yeah, I, I hate that. Like, whenever I go to Charleston, like, to visit, like, Jess's family, everyone there is so nice, and they always talk to you, and, like, if you're in a rush and you're rude or something, like, everyone just hates you. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, I, I can't handle situations like that. I need to you live in, like... You just want to talk to them, and that's... I know! Like, I just want to buy my thing and leave, and that should be all I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How's uh, Philadelphia? Uh, it's pretty good. I'm watching uh, the e- preview of the Eastern Conference Finals, Sixers Heat, right now, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it's actually been, for a team that's supposed to suck, we got out to, it's actually been amazing. We got up 19-0 on the Heat to start this game. Yeah, that's pretty unbelievable. We, I hit, saw- our, we hit our first 11 shots, and they were like 0 for 10, I think. Evan Turner dunked in LeBron's face twice in the first quarter. It act- Like, awesome. twice, it happened. Uh, but now we're going to blow the game, so it's okay. What's the score now? Uh, well, I actually paused it because I, I wanted to focus on this, so I'm going to, like, re-catch up and watch the end after. But it's, like, right. 94-89 in the fourth quarter. Heat. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Um, except for that, Philly's pretty good. The Eagles have collapsed, and everyone hates Chip Kelly already. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you could see that coming. You could see it coming. I mean, he's actually the longest-tenured head coach in Philly, even though he's been the head coach since, like, April or May. Oh, boy. Because they fired everyone. Um, let's see. My Fall League team is awful. We're like 2-7, and seven and it sucks. Who's your captain? Uh, I don't even know his name. He never... Oh, like Sean Strausenberg. He, he sucks. Um, we, we actually... Our top line, like our top seven, are good. But I've never been on a team like this. Our seven best players are all handlers. Like, That's really annoying. None of our top players are cutters. So, like, every line, we just, like... Pick the two or three of us to handle, and everyone else is like, oh, I'll cut, no problem, no problem. And, like, because handlers always think they can cut. But, like, after, like, two or three throws, we end up with, like, six people behind the disc always because that's just where we all naturally gravitate to, and it just doesn't work at all. That's really annoying. It's, it's awful. We, we have no deep shots to hop to. It's, it's not fun. But I, I am playing uh, Zoro's actually on this team. He's really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, he plays, he's playing with... Wild card. He played right? for wild card. They came in fourth at, at nationals. They made semis. They did great. Um, yeah. he, he seems like a pretty cool guy. He's a little short. Um, he, I can't tell. I don't think he's too Jewy or anything. So I'm, I'm okay with that. No, I think he's one of those kind of like cooler Jew kids that went to Brandeis. Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, so that's it for Fall League. Summer League, my team crushed your team in the playoffs. Remember that? Uh, I don't remember that because I wasn't there. Right, but we, we crushed you guys to make the finals, and, and you guys did not make the finals because we crushed you. That's true, but, you know, did you win a disc? 
Uh, no, we did not win the title because I we we would have won. Well, we could have won, but if I actually I skipped finals weekend for a wedding, and I've always felt bad about it since. Yeah, I mean it was the right move. I had to do it, but it, it was. You guys a- got crushed by Trey's team, right? Uh, yeah, we lost. Uh, I think we got up like from what I remember, we got up like four five three, and then lost like fifteen six. So <laughs> we got crushed. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So you want to talk some actual fantasy football then? Let's talk. We're caught up. Let's talk fantasy. Okay, we we are all caught up. Um, I don't need to talk to you for like three more months now. So so your team is interesting. Um, is your team good? Yes or no? Like, t- tell me what you think about your team. Uh, I don't think my team's good. So I think my team's really lucky. Like. There's no reason I should have Golden Tate in my flex position and get 23, 24 points out of that. Yeah, um, I actually was really close to picking him up last week also, and you picked him up like an hour before I did in free agency, so I was a little mad about that. Sorry. It's, um, it's okay. I got Brandon LaFell instead, who gave me three points, so it's pretty close, you know? I mean, I mean, I got 130 points last week, but that's because Calvin Johnson and Golden Tate combined for 80 of those. Were you following that Detroit game at all, how crazy Calvin Johnson's stat line was? No. No, I wasn't watching last weekend. Actually, being back in school has made me terrible at watching football. Um, <laughs> You're not, it's making you bad at fantasy football, too. It's what? It's making you bad at fantasy football, also, besides just watching football. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, not that bad. I, you know, 6-2. and two. Uh, well, You're saying your team's... I mean, the thing about your team is it's... You you've gotten extremely lucky. It's yes. Your team's not bad. Like, no. well, I've been waiting all season for Arian Foster to be good. Do you have like hopes he's actually going to be good, or do you think this is just what he is at this point? I think I think he's going to be injured through the rest of. The- <coughs> he's going to have some good weeks, um, but for the most part, I think this is about it. Um, you know, he's had a couple twenty-point weeks. Uh, not much, two others or three others in this double digits, but you know, one point, five and a half points, 11 points. Those, you know, he was my late first round pick or uh, early second round pick, and he's not really. No, he was your first round pick. You got Calvin in the second round. Right, right. So he's he's uh he's not really putting up like a like a first round pick should. But not only was he like you you got him late round, but yeah. He, up until like then, he was projected as like a top three pick everywhere. Like he was supposed to be like was supposed to be like Peterson and then Foster as, as the top two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sproles, like you got him really late in the draft. I thought that was actually going to be a great pick for you, but he's not been amazing either. He's had only two good weeks. Uh, he had the thirty point week, and he was thirteen on week one, but. Other than that, he hasn't put up much. Uh, especially in a PPR league, I thought he was going to be great. Yeah, I actually remember I, I took Reggie Bush like a few picks before him, and that was like the debate I was going back and forth was who to pick, and I was very close to Sproles. Oh, it's a good thing you didn't take Sproles. I know. Well, it, do- it doesn't matter for me because I pick the right players and they don't win anyway. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have been on, you know, I've a lot of my team has been kind of hit by injury jay cutler owen daniels and miles austin has been crap all year my team hasn't been that good but i have been very lucky a with a few uh uh pickups and b with 
the fact that people don't score points against me. I know you're just copying Lionel's strategy from last year of just no one can score against you. It's it's a good strategy. Yeah, I mean you're you're giving up like basically a hundred points a game, even compared to like some people are giving up about 150 points a game, and it's a big swing. Yeah, well, defense wins championships. <laughs> that, I guess that's true in, in fantasy and in all real sports. So yeah. I'm looking at your bench actually. You're carrying like a bunch of like players that are out, like Cutler, Daniels, Crabtree. Like you basically have three IR players there. Yeah. Have, have you been close to dropping anyone, or have you been like yeah, res- resolute been to keep to them? Dropping Daniels because I, you know, I think it's pretty easy to replace kind of a ten point tight end. Um, yeah, especially because of how bad Houston's like quarterback situation is anyway. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, whoever's throwing to him isn't going to be spectacular. But uh, yeah, so I've thought about dropping Owen Daniels. Um, I mean, you know, I, I feel wary of dropping Jay Cutler. He's not great, but he's a decent QB too. Yeah, I mean, he's actually still ranked 17, even though has he missed a game or no, it was by. Um, yeah, but no, he basically missed week seven. He had minus one points when he got knocked yeah. out. Yeah, he got knocked out. So I guess he's hoping to be back for the Baltimore game. Is my understanding? Uh, actually, he was apparently throwing this week, and he had said he wanted to play against Green Bay. But everyone thinks that's pretty unrealistic. Oh, okay. So maybe back for Detroit, which like, isn't so bad. Yeah, it's not. I'm actually looking. Look at Color's points now. He said every game but one at 19 or over. That's really good for him. Yeah, he's yeah. At, he's at twenty four times, like mm-hmm. uh, ex- ex- discounting the game he got knocked out against Washington. I actually had not realized he's thrown double digit TDs in all but one game. He's yeah, actually having a really good season. He's he's been very consistent, and he is. I think he's been doing better than Russell Wilson. I mean, he's been more consistent than Wilson. Are you are you happy with Wilson, or did you expect more from him? Uh, I, I'm not happy with him, but I didn't really expect more. I was just kind of hoping for more. Well, uh, you you picked him over. Um, did you pick him over RG three, or is RG three gone already? I forget. I think I picked him over RG three, and I know you picked him over Luck because I got Luck. So was that like, had you gone? Did you think he was better than those guys going into the season, or is that just kind of a spur of the moment pick? Well, I definitely thought he was going to be better than RG three. Um, and I don't have. I agree. Looked, I agree with that. I had him over RG three too. And I haven't looked at RG 3s stat line, but I'm pretty sure he's doing. <laughs> I haven't gotten the impression that RG three's been having a great season. He's been a little better recently, but he's definitely not. He's throwing picks like he's not the passer he was last year. Yeah, and he's not the. He's nowhere close to the runner he was last year. Right. Um, and I guess part of the reason he's probably not the passer he was last year is because he's not the runner he was last year. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they go together. Yeah. Uh, oh, sweet. G- uh, just homered. Awesome. Oh, the Sox World Series? Yeah. Who's, uh, who's winning? I haven't been following at all. Socks are up 4-0. Uh, you don't really care about baseball, though, I thought, do you? Um, I've been following it a little more closely the last two seasons. Last year wasn't great for that, but, um, you know... I, I've I've been following along this year, sort of yeah. keeping up with it. Um, I hate both teams that are in the World Series, but I hate uh, St. Louis. I hate St. Louis more because they beat us a couple years ago. So oh. I'm rooting for Boston, and I like Victorino. Yeah, actually, Victorino. I was just gonna say Victorino has been awesome. Uh, yeah. He had uh, what a double earlier in the game that drove in three runs. Uh, so he's been 
amazing for us. Yeah, I have his Phillies jersey. He was actually always like my favorite Phillies player for a while. Yeah. Um, so sorry, I I sidetracked us. That's yeah. okay. We cover all sports here. I, I thought he had bigger upside than Luck. Um, the, there's an argument for that. I mean, I actually think the second half of last season, once they like really started running read options and letting him play well, he was like a top three fantasy quarterback. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I said this before. I kind of thought RG three and Wilson and even Kaepernick just like. Their debuts were just too good to be true, almost. Like, they were going to get worse from that. Yeah. Where I thought Luck's debut was, like, a really standard rookie performance. Like, he threw a lot of picks. His completion percentage was pretty low. Like, it just seemed like he was clearly on an improving trajectory while all of them may have just come out with their literally their best seasons as rookies, for all we know. Yeah. I, I, part of that is, I think, just because they're pretty unpredictable <coughs> quarterbacks. Now that there's more tape on them teams can look at how they play they can actually defend against them i mean kaepernick's been a huge disappointment this year yeah i I think he's not good at all yeah and and even wilson like wilson last week threw for 139 like he's actually i'm looking at the stats he hasn't thrown for 300 since week one like he's not that i mean part of that was the 82 yard (laughs) tape you know it's it's not like he is lighting it up well, hopefully Percy Harvin will come back for me, and I actually think he's going to help Seattle offense a lot. I, I think they could really use like a dynamic all-around weapon like him. Yeah, yeah, and, and at this point, um, uh, what Michael Crabtree isn't looking as good on IR because uh, because Kaepernick's not that great. So, have you had Crabtree all, all season long on IR? Did you draft him? I don't remember. I did. I drafted him really late. Um, I knew it was going to be a while, but I, if he comes back late in the season, I mean, that would really help shore up my wide receivers. Um, it would. Uh, he, he was good last year with, with Crabtree. I mean, with, with Kaepernick. I mean, I even think part of why Kaepernick's not as good is because Crabtree's not there. I'm not sure it's yeah. just like he's that much worse of a player now. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So uh, the problem is it'll take Crabtree some time to get back into there. Yeah, I've heard anything from like week 12, 13 range till like not till the playoffs range. So yeah. I don't know if he's even going to play in the fantasy season. Yeah, I, I've heard um, mid to late November. That was the last thing I read. What is he? Is he coming off an Achilles or is it a knee thing? I don't remember. Achilles. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, th- those, I mean, it's a better injury to come back from, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I guess you don't have the same kind of reservations you would with a knee issue. No, not at all. So the rest of your wildcats, you have Pierre Garçon. I mean, I've been giving you so much credit for that trade all season. I just thought that was a brilliant move by you. Like, you've been getting a lot of flack from other people, though. What do you think about that move? <laughs> yeah, everybody's really been down on me except you. So I, I've, been, I've been a proponent. I've been the champion of that trade. I was like, you're just screwing Lamb Shop out of a title. I, I, mean, th- I thanked you for saving the league. I mean, I, you know... I think he, I think people overreacted to the trade. I think I definitely could have gotten more. Um, and Roddy White's not good. I mean, he's not going to be good this year, I don't think. Uh, that, so that's, at this point, you look, you're definitely right about that. I, I didn't understand why, like, Atlanta was a team going into the season, which was a Super Bowl or bust team. They thought they were very good. They were pretty good on offense without Roddy White. So why on earth wouldn't you just rest him for two or three games until he's healthy as opposed to just keep playing him and not letting him get better? Like, that's what made no sense to me. 
Yeah, and now he has to play because Julio Jones is gone. Right. So, yeah, if Roddy White's not good, you got to better into that deal, especially because Nick Foles might be the worst quarterback in football, at yeah. least the way he played against Dallas two weeks ago. Yeah, so, you know, Nick Foles isn't lighting it up. Roddy White's not going to be good. Um, I probably could have could have extracted more because of, you know, potential upside to having Foles, but... You know, at this point, it's it feels like a pretty decent trade to Th- me. That said, Garcon hasn't been, like, great for you either. His last three no, games are 9-7-7. Seven, seven. So it's possible just all three players in this trade are, are kind of bad. Yeah, it might have just been <laughs> a one-for-one trade. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, people have called me out. Was it Yoni or Sebi or someone on the podcast was asking me, like, what you'd get for Foles now? And I think I said something like Garcon. So I, I was yeah. kind of caught in my own logic on that. I've come to grips with... the. It wasn't so much the trade. It was the fact that you traded with Lamb Chop when he was 2-0 and and like looking like the most dominant team of all time. And it was the type of trade that if, if like there was more upside in that deal for him than for you because he yeah. was getting two players and 100% Roddy White's better than 100% Pierre Garcon. I think most people would agree with that. Yeah. So it was like Lamb Chop was 2-0. He had just crushed me in week two. I was so bitter and angry at him. And then, like, I just see it come across the computer that he's getting Roddy White and Nick Foles, and I just went insane. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I get I get your reasoning, but, I, you know, I've, I've defended the trade <laughs> the whole time. Uh, it's, you're, you're winning in, in par. It's working out for you. Um, and it's working out badly for Lamb Chop. Fair enough. So... So if I asked you who the favorite player on your team was, I'm sure you'd probably say Calvin Johnson. So exclude him. Who's your favorite player on your team? Uh, Favorite player on my team? I mean, points-wise? I don't know. I mean, everyone has guys on their team that they they really like. For me, it's Wes Welker this season. I'm loving watching Welker on Denver. I mean, my favorite player is Julian Edelman just because he's a Patriot and he's, you know, I don't know. He's... He went to Kent State, and he looks like a dirty hippie, so I kind of like him. Okay. Uh, probably favorite player on the team, though. I don't really like anybody on my team. <laughs> See? Other than Calvin Johnson. <laughs> I, you hate your whole team, and you're 6-2. and two. I love my whole team, and I'm 2-6. and six. I can't handle this. It's... Well, I mean, I, you know, I have nothing against anybody. I, you know, I guess I like Arian Foster. It's just there's there's nobody who jumps out at me in particular. Okay. Were you surprised that Calvin Johnson lasted till the second round for you, and that and that Dez went as the first wideout? Yeah, big time. I I was pretty pretty surprised by that. But then there were a few weeks. I mean, there there was a, what three weeks in the middle there, week one, where he didn't look great. No, you he was he was hurt, right? Yeah, he was hurt. He was out against Green Bay, a last minute scratch, so that really wasn't great. Um, didn't do well against Cleveland. But other than that, he's been low 20s, high 20s, 30s, 40s. High, high 40s, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's – I I think that's a great pickup for second round. I, I agree. For, for second round and for second receiver taken, I think that's really good value. I thought Arian Foster, late first round, and then Cal Johnson second round, you had as good a one-two as anyone in the league, although – Foster didn't back that up, so it hasn't. I felt a lot better about my team going into the season than I do now. Um, yeah, I think you had a really high post-draft ranking because I thought your running backs were going to be a lot better than they've been. Yeah, I thought Arian Foster was going to be good. I thought Darren Sproles was going to get me a lot of points uh, 
for receptions. I thought Roddy White was going to be able to bounce back. Yeah, you might. If Roddy White had been healthy and you had kept him, that, that's probably the best receiver combo in the league. Yeah. Um, and Edelman, you know, he's not great, but he, he gets points here and there, um, especially at the beginning of the season when Amendola went down and he was the only returning receiver pretty much on the Patriots roster. Yeah. Um, so did you have any particular strategy going into draft day or were you kind of just winging it? Uh, I mean, I had my lists. I had lists of players I'd like to take. Uh, I was mostly just winging it, though. Uh, I hate you so much. I mean, my I, my stra- no, I my strategy was to go running back first. Uh, okay. Especially a running back who catches out of the backfield like Arian Foster does, uh, and then I felt like there were a lot of good quarterbacks. Uh, that put up decent numbers, so I was going to go quarterback later, which is why I took Russell Wilson in the third. But um, I mean, when when Calvin Johnson was just sitting there, uh, that 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 was worked out pretty well for me. No, I agree. It'd be hard to pass him up at that point. Yeah, if he had been taken earlier, I could, I probably would have gone a second running back. Yeah. So if if he was gone, you wouldn't have taken Dez or AJ Green or like the top the next top wideout. It, uh, well, if the next top whiteout had been there, yeah, I would have. Um, but I, you know, they weren't there. Uh, well, I guess he might have replaced the next top whiteout in the draft. But fair enough. So, uh, so are you? A, you think you're a playoff team? Yeah, I think I'm a playoff team. I mean, I, I think my team is consistent enough to pull out a few more wins. Well, uh, I would say one. I think one more, and you're basically a lock. Like yeah. seven, seven wins. I think, actually, I guess, did Vigo miss last year at seven and six? I think he might have. I think he did. But I think that's the only time. I think seven and six is like a 95% lock to the playoffs. And eight and five is definitely in. So all you need is one or two more. Yeah, I think I think my team has, is good for two more wins. Um, uh, you know, especially if people <laughs> keep not scoring points again. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy. If you just get to 100, you win games, I think. Yeah, that's basically how it's been working. So, so are, you, are you rooting for me or Lamb Chop? Uh, oh, I'm actually rooting for you. Um, I'm, I'm in you. The teams that I think are 100% locks to make the playoffs, you and Noah and Hudson and Vigo, I'm rooting for you guys to win all your games. And I'm rooting for uh, Lamb Chop to free fall. At Lamb Chop, CB, and Anton are all ahead of me. And actually Lionel's ahead of me too, but I don't consider his team a threat. I'm rooting for all of them to just start losing games. So I think if I mean I need to win five straight, and it's going to mm-hmm. be hard. But I, I kind of like my schedule. I, I play Fuse uh, this week, which I really hope I don't lose to for my own sanity. Um, <laughs> then I get Lionel, and his team's kind of falling apart. Then yeah. I my I have one tough game left. I have Hudson, but then after that I go Priest and Lamb Chop. So I think I got four pretty easy matchups, and it's not bad. I don't need to repeat that my team is good. So. I don't know. I, I think I have a, an above zero percent chance of making the playoffs still. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I'm I'm definitely rooting for you this week. Um, although actually, Lambshop was texting or g chatting me today, saying he's pretty confident against you this weekend because uh, you've got Calvin on by and a couple other players too. I think right. Yeah. Uh, who have I got on by this week? Um, you got Calvin Johnson, 49ers Cal- D. Uh, yeah, Niners D. That's not that bad. I mean. And Cutler's and Cutler's still out, so you don't have a yeah. quarterback. Are you actually? Yeah, you don't have a quarterback. Are you gonna try to pick someone up, or are you gonna stick with Golden Tate at your OP spot? 
Uh, I'm not sure. I've been looking. I have some waiver moves in right now. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to see how those shake out. Good decision. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then go from there. Um, but, I, you know, I might. Um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for you. Um, I'm rooting for Yoni to beat Anton. I think I think um, Vigo Lionel... Uh, so Hudson CB is, um, I guess, the game of good teams. So I don't think Quiet Boy's team is that good either. And uh, Oh, Hudson's got Peyton Manning on buys. That should be an easy win for CB, which unfortunately is bad for me. Yeah. Um, and then Noah should crush Priest. That'll be good for me. You'll be well. You're not favorite against Lamb Chop. In projected score, you're actually down by like 40 points right now. Yeah, I am, but I, that's part of that is because I haven't replaced um, Calvin Johnson or the D. So I know. And then and then Vigo, um, Vigo's team against Lionel. Vigo's team's looking really good. Have you have you looked at his roster at all? Like he's yeah. He's actually had the high score three of the last four weeks. If Vigo wins this year, that'll be that'll be two in three years. He'll become like the next. Like Lamb Chop, the next dynasty of the league. Yeah, but he's so much more likable. That's true. Vigo has a much higher likability factor than Lamb Chop. And he's coming to Philly to watch football with me on Sunday, which will be fun. That's awesome. What's Vigo up to these days? Um, well, did you listen to his podcast week one? Uh, I did, but... <laughs> I, he, I don't know. He's like lawyering and stuff. Yeah, Lauren stuff. All right, sounds good. So I'll I'll get the details from him. Um, so so what about let's move on to the power rankings quick. Uh, I have you in at four. You think you should be higher, lower, fair? What do you think of that? Um, I mean, I could say it's fair. Uh, honestly, you can, say, you can say whatever you want. Honestly, I'm probably lower. Uh, you got to. I mean, I'm I'm glad that you're that you understand your team's weaknesses, but I also like when people come on and support their teams like. You should be like bragging and shit. Your team's six and two. You shouldn't be like, uh, my team's not good. Well, <sighs> look, I, I, my team's all right. It's a middle of the pack team that has overperformed or outperformed, uh, kind of where it should be. And you know, for that, I, I really give my team credit. That's that's great. Uh, but I mean, as power rankings go. I you know and expected wins I'm in the middle. Um, yep, I we'll, think you have over project. You've like outproduced your expected wins by the most of anyone I think. Yeah, yeah. So I I've got a scrappy team uh, that knows how to get wins. I'm kind of like the team Tim Tebow of uh, fantasy football right now. So um, hopefully I get through that first round playoff game, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. So I. I would have ranked you lower, except that there's no one who I would have ranked higher than you, except for honestly myself, which would have just really look so stupid if I was two and six and ahead of you. And, and second of all, like it's it's at the point where just records matter more than yeah, like more than anything else. Like you're up there and CB's up there because you guys are really close to being in the playoffs, and that yeah. means more than a good team that's like three and ten at the end of the season. I agree. I the only other player I would put above me maybe maybe CB uh, or you or maybe Lamb Chop, but... Uh, Lamb Chop's team has been awful. He's been like yeah. the, the last over the past four four games, so... Yeah, that that's true. That, so. That's the only thing that's making me happy this season. Besides, actually, the Sixers are about to beat the Heat, by the way. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> My DVR unpaused, so I've been kind of watching the game in the background, and they're up four now yeah. with like 10 seconds left, which is amazing. Uh, uh, also, Victorino drove in... 
another run. So uh, now Sox are up six nothing. Wow! So they're going to clinch at home. I hope so. That's good. This would be the first time they've clinched at home since 1918. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of that. Um, Who's pitching for them? Uh, Lackey. Oh yeah, he's been pretty good, right? He has been. He's been great. Uh, Man, when he was up against um, uh, Verlander in Detroit, that was a good game where we put where we came out one nothing. I mean, I don't think anybody expected Lackey to. Did he go the whole game? No, I don't think so. I think he went seven and seven innings around there, but nice. I don't think anybody expected him to a go that long and b keep a shutout. Cool. So, so have you been watching Patriots games in Iowa at all? I assume you've been following them, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I sometimes I get them on TV when I can. I get out to a bar. Um, if it's not on, I get out to a bar. Uh, otherwise, I pick it up on radio. Okay, so I'm, I'm excited to have a, a real Patriots fan on this weekend. So give me your opinion. Like, is Tom Brady not good anymore? I mean, I'm not even trying to rub it in. But like, honestly, he's, his numbers are really, really bad. His completion percentage is awful. He's, he's uh, missing throws. Yeah, he, he really is. There was – who was it against? It was that week where we won in the last second, more or less. Against the Saints. Yeah, against the Saints. When he threw that, that was an awesome throw to Ken Brell. That, that was a perfect throw. Oh, yeah. It, that was perfect. But the, the, on the drive he got picked on right before that, he just threw it just kind of errantly out to the wrong shoulder of, I don't know, maybe it was Dobson going deep. I forget who. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember watching. It was an awful throw. Oh, no. You know what? It was Edelman, um, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, and he just threw that throw out to the safety. If he had put it on the inside, it at least wouldn't have gotten picked. But you're right. I mean, he's just been missing throws. He he hasn't been accurate. Um, so do you think it's the receivers or do you think it's him? Like, what's, what do you think is going on? I, I've, it's probably – I think he's probably trying to do too much. Um, I He's – there aren't very good receivers, as we all know, on the Patriots this year. Uh, Danny Amendola is fine when he's healthy, but even then, we don't know how good top-performing Danny Amendola is. He might not be that great because he's always injured. Yeah, he's no, he's he's ne- you can't count on him for anything. Yeah, uh, like he's he's never going to play a whole game. He's always going to miss like a quarter's worth of time to like get checked out for an injury or something. Yeah, so. Uh, it's it's hard to say, but I think he's just trying to put throws where they shouldn't go. Um, I mean, he this is worse than 2005. Yeah, this is the worst I've ever seen Brady. I mean, his, his completion percentage, his QBR, his picks, he's thrown two TDs in the last four games. He threw for like 100 yards last week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's putting up... You know, rookie numbers. And from a fantasy perspective, I, I look today. There's one quarterback in the league who's who's played every single game who has less points than Tom Brady, and that's Carson Palmer, who's who's my QB two. Yeah, um, it's awful. It is. Honest, I've been I've been a little down on Brady the last couple of years. I mean, he's he's benefited from having amazing receivers. Sixers beat the Heat. 114-110. That's awesome. 82-0. and 0. All right, cool. Continue. Were they at home? 
Uh, yeah, it was. I and I was so close to getting tickets to go to the game, but they were crazy expensive because it was a home opener. It was against the Heat, and Allen Iverson did his official retirement ceremony there. So, uh, like the, the upper level cheap seats, which are usually like ten dollars, which last year were one dollar, were yeah. like nine. They started at ninety five dollars for this game. I never. It was ridiculous. I've never seen um, that much. Uh, a Sixers ticket cost that much. They used to go last year. You could buy them for a penny on StubHub. Yeah, a guy bought out an entire row for like eighty cents. That's amazing. I, yeah, it was all over the news. He bought like eighty tickets in one row for eighty cents. It was it was awesome. Did uh, you were were you there at that playoff game? Uh, the it was Celtics Sixers, and we got tickets for like. 15 bucks. Yeah, we went a couple years ago when the Sixers took you guys to seven games that series. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, even though we were awful and you guys were actually good, but it went seven games. Yeah, but, you know. That's how it goes. We All took right, so, the heat to seven, didn't we? Yeah, you were up 3-2. You guys should have won that series. Yeah, we should have had, uh, if we had had Avery Bradley, we would have won. Are you Are you going to be a fan of the Nets because of Pierce and KG or no? No. Not really. You don't like those players enough to root for them? I mean, I'll, I'll root for them. I'm not going to, you know, uh, start loving the Nets. But I'll definitely, you know, I want Pierce to do well. By the uh, way, Michael Carter-Williams' stat line was just on the screen. 22 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists, 12 steals in his rookie debut. That's insane. That's almost a quadruple double. I know. I was <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna buy his jersey anyway because one, he's got the hyphenated name, and two, he wears number one, which is my number. But now, done deal. I'm gonna buy it right after this. Yeah, you are awesome. Basically, have to now. I, uh, anyways, yeah, I, I've, I mean, Brady's really benefited from a lot of very high quality receivers in the past several years, um, and he hasn't had to be as good, and he, you know. He, he he's kind of been he's kind of shat the bed in a few big games. So are you referring to the Super Bowl in which he could not throw and catch the ball? Yes, I'm <laughs> in fact referring to both Super Bowls. Um, I, I agree. So let alone last year's AFC title game, he was awful against Baltimore. Yeah, he really was. So, um, you know, he, he's always he's yeah. I love Brady, but he's he's not what he once was i mean he's what is he like 36 yeah he's, so i mean that, that's yeah. very that's a very reasonable uh, response so yeah. so if you could trade straight up fa- fantasy russell wilson for tom brady right now would you do it uh no jay cutler for tom brady would you do it yes you would yep okay I'm, i think you have even though cutler's looked good and brady's looked bad i think i think most people would probably say yes to that deal yeah because on any given week, Brady could put up a pretty big number. We keep thinking that, but maybe he can't because he's been putting up like 6 and 8 and 10. Yeah. Hopefully with, with Gronk back, that'll help some. Uh, Gronk looked great the first game, and then the second game didn't do anything. I don't know. Was he hurt, or did they just not target him as much? I don't know. Um, all right. pretty good, though. Cool. So, Moose, um, I know you've got a volleyball game to get to, so we can wrap this up with right. Tron ranks. Are you ready for it? I am. Okay. Um, before we start, I've been asking people if there are any ranks so far they've been happy or unhappy with. Have you had any problems with how anyone's ranked you? 
No, I, I've been pretty pretty good with it so far. Uh, I told you, you, you and CB were pretty, pretty, you know, you accurately ranked me as not a good chef. Yep. I, that, that was a gut, I mean, that, not a gut call, like, that, that was one of my favorite ranks, because, like, I actually used logic to put together why you'd be a bad chef, and I was right. Yeah, and it's, I, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, and, and CB was also right, I just don't, I don't try hard enough or care <laughs> enough to get good. Um, and part of that is because I've always had benefited from, uh, uh, girlfriends who are good cooks. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, so yeah, I, I haven't had any, what, when else was I ranked? I so can't I'm, I'm, I'm looking right now, actually. So you have six total mentions. You're right in the middle, three tops, three bottoms. So you're, you're dead even. Um, you've got a top mention as a first grade teacher from me. Nice. Uh, you've got a top mention all from Hudson to land a plane in an emergency. Um, you've got the two bottoms for personal chef. You've got a top from me to survive in the wilderness with. Yeah. I I think, I think that's a good call. I think so too. And you've got a bottom from Vigo in talking yourself out of speeding ticket because he thought you'd be too nice. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, all of those bottoms I agree with and are pretty... Uh, you know, aren't things that I take pride in being good at. Okay. Uh, you, you don't, you don't take pride in um, chefing or talking yourself out of speeding tickets. I've never had to talk myself out of a speeding ticket, so I don't know. All right, cool. Let Let's get to it then. Um, you know the rules: top three, bottom three. Frogger is eligible. Yeah. Are, are you ready for your Tron rank, Moose? I'm ready for my Tron rank. Okay, and this one's somewhat applicable to your everyday life. You are recently single, am I right? Uh, that's true. I didn't know if you'd like had a new, some new Iowa girlfriend or something by now. But uh, okay, yeah. recently single. You were going out to a bar. This one's easy. Top three, bottom three challenge you want as your wingman to help you pick up a girl at a random bar. All right. Um, do you have your bottom? You do your bottom three first, and then I do my bottom three. All right, bottom three. Uh, fuse. Okay. Um, I don't know, Lamb Chop, I feel like he'd be offensive. Yeah, um, Lamb Chop wouldn't be good. Lamb Chop's getting a lot of, he's at minus six on the season. He's got one top and seven bottoms. Uh, and and probably Vigo. What's wrong with Vigo? Uh, I don't know. Vigo is really non-threatening and nice, so that would be helpful, but... He also can talk himself into a corner sometimes. Yeah, Vigo can. So I mean, there's a lot you have to consider in wingmanning because, like, one, you want someone who's, like, probably pretty good at talking to girls but not, like, better than you. Yeah, you, you don't want to be out outshined. You don't want to be outgunned. And, yeah, you want someone who's, like, got, like, good rapport with you so you can, like, impress the girls together and someone who's going to, like, talk you up and stuff. So I don't know. Vigo could be all right. Um, my bottom three, I, I definitely – what? Vigo could be all right. Yeah, but no, that, that's fine. Um, I've definitely got Yoni on my bottom. Um, oh. One, he's been married for like 10 years. Yeah. And two, I just can't see him like, I can just only see him being like really mean to dumb drunk girls in a bar. Like I can't see him like flirting or being nice or being anything valuable in that situation. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I've got Lionel on my bottom. Um, one, because Lionel's at leading the league at plus four and needs more bottom picks. But that's not the real reason. I, Lionel's a pretty 
good talking, like smooth, witty, good looking guy. Like I, I could see him having possibly more success with these ladies than me. And I would not want that to be the case. Yeah. Uh, those are my two easy ones. Um, I won't go Lamb Chop, even though I don't think... I wouldn't have thought he'd be good at this, but like he went to business school, and that's kind of like what business school is. is just like going to bars and being douchebags. So I, I kind of feel like the people he met there gave him like good influence on this. So I'd, I'd put him somewhere in the middle. Um, I'm going to go Choir Boy, actually, because one, yeah. this is an indoor activity, not outdoors, so he won't know what to do. Yeah. Two... Mm, he's been with like coral on and off but i think mostly on for like 20 years probably so and i just can't see that as being his strong suit in life so those are my three bottoms yeah it's you know it's tough as as some of the older trons have found as well ranking uh probably myself and vigo they don't you know i just don't know them in that kind of setting as well so it's hard to pick them uh, exactly. It actually, I mean, Tron ranks. I didn't really think of this when I created the the brilliant concept, but like me, like I'm actually kind of like dead center in the middle of like the older and younger Tron. So it's actually by far the easiest for me because I have, I probably know everyone in the league. Like, there's no one I don't know that well. I think. Yeah, you actually went to college with all of us, except for Yoni. Um, right. I, ne- I never went to college with Yoni, but I've wildwooded with Yoni, and we made up for it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, okay, so you got you got your three top wingmen. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think Hudson would be a pretty good, pretty good top wingman. Um, uh, let me think. Uh, probably you. Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, H- Hudson's Hudson's pretty good at at talking to girls. Plus, he's a lawyer, so the, uh, the, the law thing does help. Uh, and I know Vico's a lawyer too. Um, but you know, there's a lot of lawyers in this league. Yeah, there really are. Um, and, and even though you've been with Jess now forever, uh, I try to keep my skills sharp. Yeah. You're still, you're still pretty good at talking to girls in bars. Um, and I don't know who's the third. Uh, you gotta know you've got me and Hudson so far. I bet Anton would be pretty good. Um, (laughs) I can't. Anton was close to my bottom list, but oh, was he? You can put him, but then again, like on almost every Tron ranks, me and the co-host just completely disagree about Anton. Yeah, I mean, Anton's a nice guy. He's a he's a smart guy. He could he could probably do a good job for you introducing you to uh, to a nice lady. Maybe I don't. I can't see Anton talking me up to anyone, let alone a girl in a bar, or like letting me get away with my bad grammar or drunkenness. Like, he's just going to be there, like, calling me out and not making me look good. That's a fair point. But I, I, didn't, I didn't put him on my bottom, so, so I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't rub it in too much on Anton. So, so you just went Anton, Narf, and Hudson for your tops. Yeah. Okay. Um, my three tops, in no order. I'm going to put Frogger on the top here. He was, uh, I was thinking about putting which, him in the top, too. Which is, like, a... If this was, like, Frogger in college he'd be on the bottom um, or, or maybe even right after college. But like, he's like, he dates a lot of different girls. Like he's, I, I don't know. He's had like three or four pretty serious girlfriends. He like online dates and meets girls and he's, 
he's he's good at that stuff. He's like very comfortable. Plus, like he he'll be like a narf evangelist. Like he'll be there for anything I need, and he'll be telling the girls how great I am. So yeah. so, so I'm in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got you on my list also. Nice. I think this is the first uh, China X ever where me and the co-host have each topped each other and put him on the top list. I like it. I like it. Yeah, and you you, you keep your skills sharp. Also, you you date people, and plus we have like a good like rapport. We can like like bounce off each other and like make yeah, fun of, make fun of girls and stuff. and stuff. And we can invite them, the girls. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I've got you and Frogger, and then I need to pick my third top. And Hudson was in consideration, and I might end with him. But I'm going to say Priest instead. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say Hudson is probably better himself. I, I would think at like going to a bar and meeting a girl than Priest would be, but I would just think like going out wingmanning with Priest would be hilarious and so much more fun. Yeah, like, like, like it may not lead to the great results, but I think he would just be awesome at like making fun of these dumb drunk girls in like a smart way that they would never have any idea what was happening. And I, I think we, me and Priest, would have a good time. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it would probably be pretty easy to have a good time with Priest. Cool. So that's it for Tron Ranks. Um, thanks for coming to the podcast, Moose. Yeah, thanks for having me. I will see you in any time you come to Philly, I guess. Yeah, hopefully April. Hopefully April. All right, April it is. Well, April is the alumni game also. Are you going are you to fly in for that or no? Yeah, I am actually planning. Do we know the date for that yet? No idea. They usually let us know like three days in advance. Yeah. Like literally like the week of. I think the last couple of years they've said this is the alumni game. That's super helpful. It, it's really not helpful at all. And I have, I literally have no idea who's on the team now. I don't know any single person. Yeah, last year, like, I kind of knew Zoro and Beta. Like, at least I knew who they were. I could recognize them. But I don't think there's a player on the team I could recognize, let alone put a name to. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know. So. I guess that's just how it goes. Yep. All right, cool. Have a good night, man. Enjoy your I Am Volleyball team. And... I will be rooting for you to make the playoffs, I guess, because what else do I have to root for? Yeah, I don't know. Not much. All right. See you, Sixers. Yeah, the Sixers. All right. See you, man. Take care. Since you've been gone